0: Good Sunday, folks. This is Brian Bledsoe, host of the Desert Farmer podcast, and just wanted to hop on here Sunday quick and tell you uh, or give you a big thank you to everybody that's been frequenting us here on the Desert Farmer podcast, but also all the props that uh, you've given me on social media for the latest storm that made its way through the western and southern high plains that uh, and that particular pattern I know we've been addressing here on the Desert Farmer podcast, and also in various different mediums off and on for about the past four to six months. By that, I'm saying I saw a lot of things coming together that would essentially make things a lot more active during the course of December and obviously throw some bigger storms in there. And boy, did this last storm end up being exactly that. We have uh, total precipitation amounts that were on the order of anywhere from one to almost five inches. Okay, across the southwest half of Kansas, down into Oklahoma, West Texas, even parts of eastern New Mexico, uh, fared fairly well out of this deal. And even back into the West and Colorado, a lot of folks picked up some nice moisture in the form of some heavy, wet snow. I really can't underscore enough the importance of that particular event. And uh, the reasoning is because that area obviously struggles and has struggled off and on for the past several years in terms of moisture. Now, I know this last spring and early summer uh, did okay for some folks and in some cases did very, very well for some folks, but to get a rain like that or a heavy wet snow like that This time of year, when the ground isn't frozen, so all that moisture can go right into the ground and really start recharging that profile and building that profile as we head into 2024, it was really crucial. Because if you've listened to me here on the Desert Farmer podcast, or if I am I do work for you individually, you know that I've been talking specifically about the need to capitalize on this weather pattern right now. Because during the, the, I would say, the back half of 2024, I think that same area that capitalized on all this good recent moisture is probably going to go back to struggling again. I have made no mistake about talking about that for the past uh, several months, that we would eventually transition out of El Nino and go to La Nina, and anytime La Nina is present and the PDO is cold or negative, west the West and the Southern High Plains really struggle in terms of moisture. Okay, so it's really important that we capitalize on this pattern, not just this recent storm uh, that made its way through, but also uh, the storms that are on the way. And we've got another storm to talk about, not necessarily this week. This week is going to be absolutely fantastic after uh, such a, you know, a stormy last week across some parts of the area. This week, coming up before Christmas is going to offer some of the most pretty weather around. Temperatures are going to be mild. uh, It's going to be dry. There's going to be a lot of sunshine. There shouldn't be a whole lot of wind. So that's fantastic. And that's especially true that anytime after you get a good uh, round of moisture like that, any time of year, and you don't crank on the wind to uh, evaporate it back out of the ground in such a high fashion, uh, again, you're doing really, really well. And by that, I'm saying we really couldn't have drawn it up any better in terms of the moisture source that we saw and the timing and just really everything about it. So that was a really good thing. The storm that has potential to to impact the same area uh, and even some different areas, even a little bit farther to the north across parts of Nebraska, maybe northeast Colorado, on up into Wyoming, uh, is likely going to make tracks into our region during the the later part of next weekend. So we're talking about a whole week out here and even into Christmas week, I think, as the main energy comes in from the Pacific Coast and swings through the Four Corners area and then eventually ejects into the central Plains states. Uh, that's the the particular time frame to look at to see what we're going to uh End up with, and and I think that's really the question right now. And I've seen a lot of things online, a lot of things on social media saying this is going to happen, that's going to happen, or whatever. To be honest, folks, nobody knows what's going to happen right now. These the, this particular pattern that's going to evolve across the Western United States is not a going to, uh, not only going to involve some strong energy, uh, but it's also going to involve energy that uh, is very undecided about what particular track it's inevitably going to take. Does it end up in the southern plains? Could it come out through the central Rockies? Bottom line, nobody knows just yet. So I think if you are looking to capitalize on some additional moisture, there is one thing that I would say. I do think from what I am seeing, this next storm will likely be colder than the last storm that came through, which that really isn't saying a whole lot considering how much rain fell with that storm. But I do think it will inevitably be colder, and that will probably make for more snowfall depending on where it eventually ends up. So if you've got livestock that you need to uh, get into uh, a particular place to make sure that that's weathered, if you need to move some hay around this week, if you need to get some things done outside ahead of the next bout of stormy weather, this upcoming week is definitely the week to make sure sure uh, that's done and to get that accomplished. And then obviously I'll be chiming in from time to time, kind of helping you out uh, with the information as it becomes more available. Uh, But uh, that's kind of what we're thinking about going forward with this particular storm. Um, A little bit of a different topic here. And and I've been speaking a lot across the region really in the past month i've been in great falls i've been in billings i did the range cow beef symposium in uh, loveland colorado last week and then soon after that i hopped on a plane and went to albuquerque and spoke to the uh, new mexico cattle growers association uh, there in albuquerque a great bunch of folks i had a fine time really with all of those uh particular venues whether it was in montana which i love uh or down in new mexico but the one thing that i have been uh hearing from a lot of folks is they're just there's a lot of trepidation and there's a lot of uncertainty going forward with how things are going to end up not only with the market but also with the weather uh, we've got a presidential election coming up into 2024 so there' there's a lot of unknowns going on and the way this world is right now it's uh, it's a little bit crazy you know there's there's no doubt about that the things that are going on in Israel, the war that's in the Ukraine there are a lot of unknowns going forward. so I had a conversation with my dad, uh, last week about this. And he's making, trying to make some decisions about what to do with some cattle and bringing some cattle to the ranch. And, uh, you know, again, kind of in the same things, like what, what are we going to do? And it, and it, it was almost like it wanted to be in a little bit of a hurry. And the, the thing that I've been looking at and just analyzing from all the different folks that I've talked to, and that's kind of the theme. And so my, my objective here is to just say, look, let's pump the brakes here a little bit. Let's let the game come to us just a little bit. If you don't have to make a hardcore decision on a particular date about a particular subject, let's just wait a little bit until we have to. All right. Being measured about that kind of thing going forward. And I said, you know, the, the, the the thing that you stand to gain about that is that if you don't have to make that critical de- uh, decision just yet waiting allows you to see things unfold a little bit more before you have to make that decision and I, mean, I know that's an easy concept but you would you wouldn't believe how many people that i talked to that were looking to make decisions based on uh, based in doing it in a quick uh, a quick manner OK, and I I understand that side of the argument, OK, because sitting down and talk with him, I understand that you have to make some decisions when you have to. But uh, with the way things are going and, and my business is weather uh, and giving consulting advice based around the weather, that was one of the big things that I was telling. Them. I'm like, look, let, let's let see how this weather pattern evolves as we head through December and January. And I told my dad, because the last thing you want to do is bring a bunch of cattle to the ranch in March and April If we have not only seen a ton of moisture, but we're also going to continue to see a ton of moisture in March and April. Because if you live in eastern Colorado, western Kansas, or really anywhere in the western northern High Plains, you know that a lot of that March-April moisture doesn't come in the form of water. It comes in the form of white, and it comes in the form of wind, too. So, uh, you know, if you're looking to make some of those decisions and you have the ability to hold off on some things going forward that's my advice. Let's just let's just wait a little bit on this stuff and see how things evolve going forward and uh be measured in that regard. That's something that I that I enjoy doing myself, letting the game come to me, making those decisions with the best forensic evidence that we have to make the best decision possible uh going forward. So again, not trying to tell you what to do, not trying to dad you, not trying to do any of that kind of thing. But when, you, when you're listening to the amount of folks that I've been listening to and, and, and really listening to the things that they're trying to do, that's one of the things that came to uh, this right on top of mind uh, when, I, when I circulate that back to them and tell them, you know, this is kind of what I'm thinking. Going forward. And it, it really kind of opens up the discussion a little bit there. So whether you're a farmer, whether you're a rancher, or whether you have other business interests that you make decisions on, I think that that's something that uh, that would obviously serve you well. So a um, little update for those of you that uh, have been asking, it's been getting a little more traction here, and we're just a little more than a month out, actually about six weeks away. We've got the Desert Farmer Meetup again in Liberal, Kansas this year on January 26th. In January 27, so we're going to be putting out more information about that uh, going forward. But this is uh, this is a fantastic event. It's a great networking event. We're going to have great speakers there again there in Liberal, um, and it's uh, everybody says, "Well, what are you doing at Liberal?" Well, Liberal's kind of a a central location to draw from. Eastern Colorado or Southwest Nebraska or they're in Kansas or up from Oklahoma or Texas. It's just kind of a central location right there in the Western High Plains that a lot of folks can get to. A lot of folks around there have have attended it uh, and will likely do so again. And, and I can't tell you how much that means to me to be able to interact with a lot of you in a physical setting instead of doing it virtually, whether it's here on the podcast or via email or Zoom or Teams or whatever different kinds of meetings that we're doing uh, to, uh, to get that information out there. But But uh, again, that's January 26th and 27th there in Liberal. We'll get some of the specifics out to you uh, very shortly. Uh, Nick Voss, Brian Seeker, I know, are going to be putting out some, uh, some information. Uh, kudos to those guys for doing that and setting things up going forward. But uh, mark that on your calendar. It's always a fun thing, and it is a two-day event this year. past couple of years has only been a one-day, but it's a two-day event this year, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. That's really all I have for you today, folks, on your Sunday. Hope you are having a fantastic day. Hope you are uh, at least a little bit more at ease because of the moisture you saw last week. And uh, I know a lot of folks were happy to see it showing those full rain gauges out there. They're nothing like a full rain gauge in December uh, when you've uh, needed that moisture like you had to get that wheat a real good start as we head into 2024. So be well, everybody. We'll be chatting with you again here on the Desert Farmer podcast a little bit later this week. Take care, everybody.